Hey friends, are you a product business owner that has built your business to multi six figure to a multi million dollar business? If that is you, we are hosting a live training on the three stages of business to grow and level up to a profitable million dollar business that works for you. We are going to talk about what it takes for you, the business owner, to remove yourself as the bottleneck of your business and grow a team that can not only help you do all the things, but a team that will actually start making decisions without you so that you can lean into the role you were meant to be. The visionary, the high-level strategist, the creative. And we want to help you level up your business in the next 12 months. So if you're looking for support as you navigate to this level in your business, we invite you to join us. You can register for this free training at theproductboss.com slash level up. We will also be sharing information and answering questions about our highest level program, the Product Boss Mastermind. Mina and I would love to meet you and connect to help you level up your business and you as a business owner during this call. I want to remind you that you have done an exceptional job getting to this level of business on your own, but what it will take to grow to the next level is going to be different than what you have done before. We know you can level up your business without you having to be the person who does all of the things, makes every decision on your own. That's why the Product Boss Mastermind is the place for high-level strategy and collaboration so you can connect with other product-based business owners who get it and who are going where you are going. If your business is a six to seven-figure-a-year business, we invite you to join us for one of our upcoming live trainings, and we'll be sharing information on our high-level, world-renowned product-based mastermind. We are now accepting applications to be considered for a very limited amount of spaces for 2022. Make sure to register for this totally free training and live Q&A at theproductboss.com slash level up. You can also click the link in the show notes. And my friends, if you are ready to commit to yourself this next year, and you know that this year is going to be your year to reach that next level in your business without sacrificing your freedom and creativity, surrounded by a collaborative group of product bosses who get it and grow together by sharing ideas, strategies, and insider secrets, then we invite you to apply to be considered to the Product Boss Mastermind at theproductbossmastermind.com. Okay, now let's jump into the show. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my festive and successful co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. It is full swing of the holiday season. I am so excited. I love this season. Yeah, it's funny because it shifted quickly, very quickly, from fall time to Christmas is here, <laughs> right? Um, in the neighborhood with the weather, all of it. So I love this season too. Um, it's one of my favorites for sure. And it's like busy, busy season, but in a lot of good ways too. Yeah. All the way back in November, people were decorating like immediately on November 1. So now that we're in December, I'm excited that it makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like to squeeze every drop out of having the Christmas tree up or having the decor, you know, decorations up. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. So definitely I might leave it up till March. Who knows? I mean, that's how I felt last year during the pandemic. I was like, what, what else? Where are we going? We got nowhere to go. Let's keep the tree up. But it didn't happen. My mother-in-law took it down. It was, oh, it was sad. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we are in the spirit of things. I know you're all busy out there working, getting orders filled, shipping them out. And um, it is just, we've been hearing from so many of you and you're implementing so many of the strategies that you've heard on the podcast and in the courses that we offer and even in our masterminds. And so we're so excited to see what you do and what the results are of all of your hard work this season. So we wanted to jump into this topic with all of you because we've been really thinking through what successful people do, successful business owners do. And we really 
realize that there was one big thing that they do. Before we jump into that though, I do want to invite any of you out there that are listening. If you are making over $250,000 a year in revenue up to multi seven figures, we are inviting you to be considered to apply for the Product Boss Mastermind. So at this stage in your product-based business, for all of you in that revenue level, you are probably looking for high-level strategy, support, and a group of people who get you. And they also encourage you to go after those goals you've only dreamed of. We're seeing that in our mastermind right now. There are big goals that everyone wanted to hit by the end of this year. And they are just encouraging each other, lifting each other up, and it feels so good to do it together. So if you want to be surrounded by other product bosses that are industry-leading, multi-six and seven-figure product-based business owners, and you want to connect, expand, and thrive, we invite you to apply to be considered to this exclusive community. Our team will be reviewing applications, and we have a few spots opening up for the 2022 year. So head to theproductbossmastermind.com. Yeah. I love kind of talking at the end of the year because right now our masterminds, we were just talking about our masterminders, but they're extremely busy. Same with everybody, right? And so what we're going to start talking about, I would love for all of you, what we say to you is that you stabilize and you work on your business in your slow seasons. And in your busy seasons, like right now, you work in your business because lots of times you're doing, right? You're working with your hands, you're shipping out things, you're, you know, you're, you're going, going, going. But the reason why we want to bring it up right now is because it's a good time to mull things over in your mind. So as you're doing, that doesn't mean, you know, you completely stop thinking about your business. I know you're obsessed as we are about all of your businesses. So how can you mull this around in your head of, okay, these are the things that I want to think about this one big thing for sure, especially as I'm doing, 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 and being really busy. I still want to be inspired about what's to come. Right. Right. And with 2022, just around the corner, we're starting to think through, okay, all right, I'm going to get through this season. I'm going to get my orders out. You know, they're going to ship. I'm going to have a a break. And then January, what's next? So we want to talk about this thing that super successful people do. Mina and I have done it as well. And we're, we're just excited to bring it to you and kind of get your minds wrapped around this. So Mina, what's the one big thing that super successful people do? Yeah, I think the one big thing that super successful people do is that they consciously choose who they surround themselves with. And I know this phrase gets thrown a lot around a lot by whoever, and it feels almost like generic advice. Surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with the right people. But what the thing that I want you to hear from all of this is that it takes a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. It takes you sitting down, thinking, reflecting, and being like, this is what I want to do to conscious, consciously choose how, who I surround myself with. A lot of times when you, you know, people hear that advice, surround yourself with the right people, and then they just go on about their day, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to surround myself with our people. In general, I'm going to try to do that. But the super successful people really think about how they're going to decide who those people are. Who are they going to connect with? Who are they going to partner with? Who are the people that they want to insert themselves and immerse themselves into the rooms with because they're consciously choosing how they can inspire or up-level or upgrade, you know, what they see in their life. And it, it does take a conscious effort towards it, right? Any sort of connection takes conscious effort. It's not just, hey, in general, you do you, boo. You have to actually, you know, get get a plan and action of, okay, th- these are, you know, a review of sorts of, okay, I think this is where I belong, right? Right. And how many times have we heard people say, you know, I feel alone. And that's a big part of the community mm-hmm. we built where, you know, as Product Bosses back before we started the Product Boss podcast, we felt alone. We felt like we were surrounded by service-based people, service-based advice. And it was like, nobody gets what we're dealing with inventory, sitting on the shelves, shipping, customer service returns, things like that, wholesale. And so that's you know a connection that Mina and I made. And I'll tell you, for a long time, I had my business for probably 11 years until I met Mina, my other business, my consulting business. And I had my team, but they weren't really my people, right? Like there was this Mm -hmm. level of the team kind of got it, but they didn't, they didn't understand what it was like to be a business owner that I had to go home with a worry at night and knew I had the tax bills to pay and I had to come up with money to pay them and all that. Right. So as much as they were aligned with me in the business, they weren't aligned with me as a business owner. And I talked to my husband a lot 
But he also was like, how much more are we going to talk about your business? Like you're complaining mm-hmm. or you're celebrating, you know, it was just enough is enough. And then I had friends, but they weren't entrepreneurs. They didn't really get it. So I realized that I felt really alone. But like you said, you consciously choose who you surround yourself with. That's what successful people do. So it was like, I hadn't consciously chosen to to surround myself with people that understood my journey as an entrepreneur. And then I met you and I had joined a mastermind and I got a coach in the space. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, I'm not alone. And, and it felt, it just felt good. So we're going to dive into a couple, a couple things you can do here. Yeah. So I think the first part of this is exactly what we just said, right? You want to think about the people that you want to surround yourself with. So the first part is just do a you know, a kind of a check in on what are the types of people I want to surround myself with. So for me, I feel like I know that I want to surround myself with people that are high achieving, that are, um, that dream really big, that they, um, are action takers. Like there's a very big part of me that doesn't have tolerance for people that have excuses for the so many things, you know? So I know that me as a person, I know how I thrive. So you want to surround yourself with the people that you thrive best with, right? And so a lot of the times when you're thinking about, okay, who who can I surround myself with? You think about, okay, I want to surround myself with this person because they inspire me. I want to surround myself with this person because they're doing big things too. But you want to look at it from like a two-way lens too, because you don't want to just attach yourself to their, you know, coattails or whatever that, you know, saying is, you actually want to be able to contribute to. You don't want right? to be it's, a barnacle. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to be a barnacle. You want to be a, you want to be the flame, not be, the moth. Yeah. You know, that's the word. Yeah. So um, you want to make sure that it's a kind of a collective success. And I think that the most successful people are the ones that only want that not only want success for themselves, but they want success for all the people that they touch, all the people that surround them too. And yeah. those are the ones that go really, really far. Those are ones that really inspire people, that really make an impact. And they didn't do it alone. They didn't do it by connecting with the right people per se. They, they did it collectively. They did it in a way that's like, okay, I want to be successful, but I want to be super successful with the people around me as well. Right. And that's I agree. a big difference. I agree with everything you say. And like, for me, it's also like this limitless potential, right? Mm-hmm. There's not excuses to why things won't happen. There may not even be a path or, or anything. Like there may not even be an example. So for example, when Mina and I started the Product Boss and the Product Boss podcast, the example was in a different market. So service-based people had masterminds. Service-based people had podcasts and, and digital courses. There was nobody in the product space that was doing what we did. And so when we did it and in the way that we did it, we we kind of had to think, okay, well, and I was in masterminds with service-based people, people with brick and mortars, people with digital products. Like I was surrounded by all these other people, but it didn't fully align with what, as a product person, what I needed to do. So I think... The other side of this is that not surrounding yourself with people. Well, we're not. We're going to get into that, but it's the idea of of high achievers to the level that you want to achieve. And so, for Mina and I, we believe anything is possible. And if we decided we wanted to grow this business to a hundred million dollar business, we may not know how we're going to get there, but we'll figure it out, mm-hmm. right? But we know we would have to be surrounded by other people that are either walking that path that are ahead of us, that maybe have hit $100 million, but it's collaborative. So it's not only like we're in there and we're trying to take, 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 because it's not necessarily mentorships. You can get mentorships, but there's also the giving. So what could we contribute? What could we give? And so that's like a really, I think successful people do that where they surround themselves with people, but they don't only ask for advice and take and all that, because that would be more mentor based, but rather it's this collaborative effort of like, oh, well, I know this from this space. Let me help contribute to your business and help you grow. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a big difference, right? You Let's, let's look at two different groups. Mm-hmm. One group could be a group of highly achieving people that um, are collaborative. They want to go really far. They're really, they have really big visions and they hear somebody else's vision and they contribute to it. They make it bigger. And there's a bounce back of that. Oh, okay. Let's make 
you know, there's a uh, reciprocity to it, right? So they just keep getting bigger and bigger together. Then there's a secondary group, high achieving people, but there's a competitiveness in it versus a collaborativeness. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is that there's like a comparison. There's a bit of sabotage. There's self-sabotage. There's, um, you know, like undercutting or, you know, like diminishing. And that is a different approach some people thrive in competitiveness for sure, but they usually are ones that can get really far and really fast, but they don't do it with other people well, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that do it with other people well. So I think that that's why I said you have to kind of look at how you thrive because there's some, some areas where it's just a different dynamic, the competitiveness versus the collaborative it co collaborativeness is a different dynamic too. So I think that it just depends on what setting you best thrive in and also cuz a collaborative person it's hard for people to thrive if they're put into a competitive dynamic. Yeah. And it's hard for a competitive person, super competitive person to thrive in a collaborative setting because they feel like they can't go fast enough or far enough or they feel like they're being taken from, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that you know, understanding yourself as well as understanding the people that you want to surround yourself with, because I think there's different approaches that everybody has in life for sure. And, um, you know, success can look different in a lot of different ways and you, but you have to consciously choose, okay, where, what's the environment I want to immerse myself in? So this is something I'm learning so much because we're building a team. Holy moly, like the, mm -hmm. the amount of struggle that's happening with building a team. So in team cultures, this happens because it's teams. So it's like, are you building a competitive work environment? You know, some people are like, oh, hands up, that's me. I, I thrive in competitive work environments. And there's other people, it's like, okay, our culture is a collaborative work environment. Do you thrive in teams? And then, you know, that's a different version. So it's like, what yeah. do you gravitate towards? And also, you know, I see highly successful business owners and businesses where there's nothing too low level for the business owner, right? And they, they mm -hmm. the team they knows jump that, in. Yeah, yeah, they jump in, they pick up. If balls are dropping, they're there to help because it's a team culture. You know, in soccer, I remember it was like, there's no I in team, right? So uh -huh. there's that team nature. And that's definitely the way that Mina and I speak in terms of collaboration. So I'm sure a lot of you out there listening are attracted to the way that we speak about business and collaboration. And we always talk about that there's room at the top for all of us, right? And we truly believe that, you know, in our masterminds, we have multiple candle companies, multiple mm -hmm. jewelry companies, multiple apparel companies. There's so much collaboration that happens between them. Like what happened this season was vessels like for candles were out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like one candle company was like, I'm not going to help you. They have very yeah. different brands, very different customers, and they offer suggestions. The apparel companies, you know, one person lost her production team and needed another production team. And so someone else jumped in and was like, Hey, I've got these people, or this is how I hired, or let me share with you my job description when I was looking for, you know, other makers that can sew mm -hmm. from home. So it's that idea of, of, of collaborative and surrounding yourself with those people. It's the same mm -hmm. way like when we became moms, right? Yeah. Like when you become a mom, sometimes it's easier to hang out with other moms with kids of the same age, right? There was this big mm -hmm. gap between me and my friends that didn't end up having kids because they didn't get that I had bedtime. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I have my mom friends for sure. I right. think we all fall my into that. Pre-mom you know? friends are, you uh -huh. know, like there was this time where we didn't necessarily a line either. And so, and that's okay. But it was just like, okay, well, when I had to turn to somebody to ask for advice of like sleep mm -hmm. schedule, I mean, even when you and I met our daughters, our youngest kids are at the same age. And so we even aligned on that, right? Like we can talk yeah. to like, oh, these six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like adults now. I mean, practically. pretty much. They're like going <laughs> to take over the product boss, I got to tell you. But it's just that idea. So I just wanted to kind of expand your minds there. That yeah. If you think about other times in your life, like if you're on a diet, right? Like you're not, and you, and you either, that's why Jenny Craig has been so successful. People go to Jenny Craig and they have a coach and they have accountability and they're surrounded mm -hmm. by other people that are doing the same things and losing weight. And they have like accountability partners. And so uh -huh. it's the idea of being around people that are moving towards the same goals. 
Yeah, moving towards the same goals for sure. I remember when I first started being in the Amazon crew. And for me, there was a big disconnect because everything felt so close to the chest. It was like, you don't share industry secrets. You don't even share what product you have because of the fact that people will private label the same sort of product and they will take a part of your market share. So for me, thinking about that- This is that world you were in, the Amazon world. Yeah, the Amazon world. And though those some of those people were super successful, in my mind, it didn't align with what super successful looked like. And so though people could be super successful on Amazon, clearly, and I feel like I'm one of the people that is- you know, I'm pretty darn successful on there. I definitely gravitate gravitate towards the I flourish and thrive in a shout out Tracy Matthews. And I accidentally said flourish and thrive. (laughs) (laughs) Then she popped into my head. Um, She's one of our friends that has a podcast episode called Flourish and Thrive. And, uh, or, podcast. Her, her podcast. podcast is Thrive by Design. Her course oh, it is, is Flourish and Thrive. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> as I'm flourishing and thriving, talking about Amazon, I think for me, it really was about understanding that I didn't want to hold industry secrets. I didn't want to not talk about my product. I didn't want to like have it so close, like so guarded and not allow people in, you know? So if I'm talking about my business in a mastermind setting, I wanted to freely and safely talk about my products, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is a really big thing of really thinking about, you know, I know that there's Napoleon Hill's definition on masterminds, right? It becomes a collective third mind. So there's, you know, one person and another person. And then the other thing is the collective third mind and you're masterminding. That's what a mastermind is really about. But they talk nothing about the collaboration piece. And I think that, I think that as we are going, um, as we've developed our mastermind of our own, a lot of the magic is in that, you mm-hmm. know? So while there, there's a third mind, it's also this third culture of not, of safety and, and sharing. I also have a you know? word for it, collective yeah. success. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's like they're, you're, the masterminder's success is your success. It's like cheering right. you on and being like, yes, right. you implemented that thing. We talked through what emails you were going to send out. You you fired that one person that was dragging you down. You hired that person that was like the person you're always looking for. Yes, you did this. And everyone feels the wins together because it's a collective success for the group, mm-hmm. right? So not only is it each individual's success, but the group as a whole, that third mind is also that yeah. third success. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. For sure. You're welcome, Napoleon Hill, adding to that. You're, Just you're welcome a hundred years ago when you wrote that. Um, <laughs> right. Genius. So but, here's, you know. here's another side to this. Okay. And bear with us mm-hmm. as we go through this, because yeah. while we're telling you in a mastermind or, or, or what successful people do, right. They surround themselves with other people who also want to be successful that are also walking the same path as them that, you know, are on a similar path. They're go-getters, they're go-givers, or at least let's say within our masterminds. The other thing we want you to, we want to challenge you on is do you need to eliminate or minimize your time with people who are not on the same path or don't believe in what you're doing? Question for you, product boss. How much time, effort, and money do you spend promoting your business each year? Do you feel like it's paying off? Are you getting tons of visibility or do you feel like you're struggling to get more eyes on your products? This is exactly why we created the Small Business Shopping Directory. The Small Business Shopping Directory is an all-in-one place for customers to shop, discover, and support small product businesses every day. It's a place for you to be visible to new customers and get discovered. The Small Business Shopping Directory is the number one small product-based business directory that gets your business in front of thousands of customers who want to support and buy from small businesses just like yours. It's a perfect way to get your products in front of eager buyers this season without having to spend thousands on ads. Our goal is to get you more visibility and to get more eyes on your business. And here's the best part. We're doing this together. The directory is a way for small businesses like yours to join forces and create a big impact because customers can finally find you online and offline. They can support you with their purchasing power. It will take all of us to create this movement of supporting small and we can do it together. So are you in? We invite you to join the small business shopping directory. This is your personal invitation to get listed today. You can get up and running in just minutes. So don't wait. 
You can join now and get your listing by heading to shop one in five.com and click on the link to get listed. So this is tricky, right? But Mm -hmm. it's not saying cut people out of your life and, you know, and, you know, never speak to them again because they don't understand business or they don't fully have your back. So let's kind of dig into that. Yeah. I think it comes back to that conscious choice again right? I think that when you're doing business, because if you don't consciously choose, like, this is the person, this is my group, this is where I belong. And I know that this is like, raise my hand. This is where I belong for business talk, for safety, safely talking to people. This is my person for that. But what happens when you don't consciously choose is that you start talking to one of your mom friends about business. And then there's an expectation that that mom friend will be excited about you that you know, you hit a $15,000 month and then or it a puts $200,000. Yeah. Whatever it is. Right. <laughs> and then it puts a weird, a weirdness around your friendship because you feel disappointed because they're just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And are you bragging? And then you feel disappointed because you wanted them to be excited for you. Yeah. You know, or let's say like some things that came up in the mastermind this last, you know, there was a customer service thing. Um, somebody, uh-huh. some pr- customer ordered from one of our masterminders and this person, you know, placed the order. And while the website said your order will take X amount of time to ship, the person then emails the next week and was like, I expected these to be delivered this weekend. And so our masterminder came to the group and was like, what do you do when you have a customer like this? It's like clearly didn't read what was on the website. And this person wanted a refund on their product, right? And so the masterminder was able to come to the group and say, what would you do? And they went through it together and they said, mm-hmm. you know, do you do you reward that behavior from customers? Do you give them a discount? Do you refund? And they fleshed it out. So the thing is, is who else would you talk to about that? Like, would you go to your spouse and be like, okay, so this customer, they'll give you their advice. I but- mean, ask James. <laughs> James. Right, you gave the James story is earlier. So nice. he would just, <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, give them their money back. Actually, send them an extra. No, yeah, because you know why? Because he's coming from the, the consumer, consumer side. side. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, you would see it at that way because I think that any of my my sisters would say the same thing. Like, oh man, I, w- I have been expecting stuff this whole time. You should definitely give their money back. And it's just like, well, you don't see it from my point of view. I'm a business owner but what type of verbiage could I use, right? Right. And so I don't know if it's about limit eliminating these people or minimize, like it's not like out of your, you're not cutting them off. The conversations. Yeah, you're selecting and consciously choosing the people that you talked about to certain things. And I know that seems weird. We're not, but I just want you to think about it in the way that I'm not saying those are toxic people that you shouldn't include them in your life, but we're talking about the ones that you're kind of just choosing for your own relationship of whoever it is with your sisters, with your husband, with your cousins, you're with your uncle, whatever it is, that maybe that's just not the person for you for in that arena. You I'll know? tell you, I, I was in couples therapy for a while. Um, and so, and, and more so because, you know, we did it to learn how to be in, be a couple, right? Like, yeah. and, mm-hmm. a, and I will tell you a big thing that was, this was like, eight years ago was my business kind of got in the way. James was always just like, why does she keep talking about her business? If it's so, you know, you and I always talk about how like a lot of times we see husbands trying to fix things. Yeah. So they just want to fix it for you and they don't fully, they don't get it because it's like, you can't necessarily fix it. And I remember the therapist saying, what if James wasn't the person that you talked to about business? And I was like, oh, what do you mean? He's my husband. He should talk mm-hmm. to me about everything I decide Why to don't talk you about. want me to talk about it with you, <laughs> you James? Yeah, like, what do you mean you don't <laughs> want me to keep you up till 3 a.m. complaining about the, the, the employees I have, right? And it was like, that was so unreasonable to me at that point because I thought he's my husband. He should be basically my dumping ground for everything. Mm -hmm. But in fact, I realize, and as we, you know, in my growth as a human being and as a partner, and thank God I met Mina because she probably saved our marriage. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, James. You're welcome. I'm just totally (laughs) kidding. But but when I met Mina, I just remember so, like, so specifically, like you and I connected on it. We started talking online. We started like voice messaging each other. And I was like, she gets me. And everything Mm -hmm. I was dealing with, because I was in a really hard time in my business. My business had expanded. I had a huge team. I had a huge office, but things didn't feel aligned. They weren't working. I had a young child, two young kids actually, and just things didn't feel right. And and my husband wasn't the person that was going to help me work through that. And so it's eliminating the conversations with James about it. 
now he can speak fashion. He knows what a marker yeah, is. And, and I, all I don't things, think but... you've actually eliminated him from it. I think it's more like selecting the things you want to talk to right. him about, right? Because you do talk to him about the product boss a lot and he yeah. gets to enjoy a lot of things, but he doesn't have to. It's like maybe 25%, He's not 30% the person of to it, make you know? all the decisions with. I think that's yeah. another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you're operating by yourself or you have a team underneath you, who do you make, if you don't have a partner, who do yeah. you bounce ideas off of to make a decision. You make your about. decisions alone. Or That's you the hard part. Talk your husband's ear off as you're trying to work through. Do you fire that person or hire that person? I'm just going back <laughs> to personal thing. So so that's I think it's a decision thing, right? Like you never if you're surround yourself with the right people or you minimize the conversations you have with people who don't get it, then you know, like especially in our masterminds, for example, they never have to make a decision alone ever Mm -hmm. again. They have like, they can crowdsource information from each other, from people who get it and know behind the scenes of their business. And so then when you're asking a specific question on how do I respond to this customer, it's from a similar perspective versus like you said, if we ask the spouse who's already a customer, it's a different perspective. Yeah. And from a consumer, right? Mm -hmm. Because they, it's like, um, even spouses have a different, if they're not in the business with you, they don't feel the weight. They don't feel the struggle. They don't feel the worry quite as you know, much as the business owner, you know? So even if your spouse is in it, sometimes you want to prove to them this will work, right? Mm -hmm. And that is also the same person that, you know, wants to fix it for you when you're crying or whatever. So I think it gets really hard, but yeah, they, it becomes where you get to select who you talk to things about with, because that person understands it just from a different perspective right? They've walked a little bit of a similar path to you. Um, They might be a candle maker, but they, and you're a jewelry company, let's just say, but at least they understand like, this is the struggle. I've been there. I totally get it. And um, yeah, it sucks, you know, that your customer emailed you and here is, you know, what I do. And I hope that helps. And then it just makes it lighter. You know, I've seen like masterminders copy and paste responses that they've had and give it to the other person and just be like, here, use this, try this, tweak that. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. And quoting a Broadway show, Hamilton, the room where it happened, right? Where Mm -hmm. are you putting yourselves? Like, are you in a room somewhere? Are you in a virtual room somewhere? The room, a room with other people that are successful, that are on the same path that get it, right? Because when you do that, when you put yourself in the room with people like this, we would just want to share a few things that might happen. Because when you join a group, and this is from Joe Polish, he's the founder of the Genius Network. And he said, you join a group for who is not in the room as much as you do for who is in the room, right? And so when you decide to make this leap and you go into a room, you're going to decide, you know, what's going to set you apart, right? Why are you with particular people that are in that room and that virtual room, that mastermind, that group? Are they playing the game of life the same way that you're doing it? right? Are they Mm -hmm. thinking at the same level that you want to be at? Are they collaborating at that level? Are they succeeding at that level? Like, are they striving for the levels that you're striving for as well? So when you do that and when you get into that, and so this is basically within the product boss, we have this high level mastermind. And when you do that, what can happen? Mina, like what is one of the things that can happen? I mean, so many things. We've seen people make more money. Mm -hmm. We've seen people create friendships and bonds. Uh, we've seen people just up-level their businesses and take it to a whole new level because they've been able to do it. We've seen transformations happen, right? Because there's just been this higher level of thinking, of succeeding, of collaborating. And it really, it allows you to dream and take action in a bigger way because Mm -hmm. you're in the right place, you know? And I think that that's hard for some people because if you don't have somebody who's encouraging you or somebody that understands or somebody that you know, just gets you on a different level and offers a, di- you know, a different perspective, but a similar one in a way, right? They, you, you respect them and you, you know, that they're coming from that place where they've known those struggles as well. And, but it's a, just, it's a different person. It's not one perspective only, you know, mm-hmm. and you're able to g- just grow. I mean, that's where growth happens is just seeing other perspectives, 
but in a way where it's just like, I really know that this is where I thrive. Mm-hmm. This is a setting where I thrive. And so, yeah, there's lots of things that can happen. Yeah. You know, when you're in a mastermind, it's all about collaboration, it's support, it's strategy. You transform at that highest level. Um, it also helps you create a clear path for your business, right? I, we've heard this from so many masterminders that they've had such clarity. They were mm-hmm. able to come with ideas or things that they needed to make decisions on and flesh out these ideas. Because remember, a mastermind is not group coaching. Group coaching yeah. is when you're following some sort of curriculum created by the Step experts. by step by step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for example, if Mina and I created a curriculum, I'm like, you have to do this, 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 and this. A mastermind is collaborative. It's bouncing ideas back and forth. It's it's who's in the room with you. That's It's from different paths and different perspectives. And that, that, that soup, that collaboration, that two minds meeting and creating that third mind. So mm-hmm. I think that a lot of masterminders have found such clarity that like, I never saw it that way, or I didn't think I could do it in a different way, or it always felt like it was like this, but now I see that it can be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it helps you level up when you're surrounded like by business owners at that level, right? It allows you to ascend up. We have seen these jumps within months, three, six, mm-hmm. 12 months. Um, where we've seen masterminders jump so many levels where they were, you know, maybe they were a low six figure business and then they jumped to a half million and now they're approaching a million or we've helped people that were higher in the, you know, maybe they were $700,000 business and then they jumped to one and a half, 2 million upwards from there. Um, so it's really the idea of ascending up, but never having to do it by yourself, never having to make those decisions alone, especially as a business owner at that level. Yeah, for sure. You know, because those people, it's a collective success. Like what you said, those people want you to do better and everybody in the group does better together. And I think that one of the special things that I've seen of our group too, and I always bring this up is that ours is where if there's a spot open, then there's a spot open. If it's not, it's not. But uh, we've had some people come and go in the mastermind, which I know that some people, they get really attached to their mastermind group. You know, let's say you have a mastermind group of five people and then you're like, I don't want any of that to change. But I think there is such a magic. And I say this every time we get a new class of multi-stream machine people, there is a magic in getting new people. There's a magic in a shift in dynamic. It's because the way that they get super, like in any mastermind, you get super bonded together, right? But the way to test bonds or the way to gr- even grow a bond is through disruption. It's through change. It's through growing together through it, you know? So I think that that's where people get scared. Sometimes there's like, you know, I want to bond with these people, but I only want to be with these people. But I want you to make it bigger. Think of it as a whole big mastermind group, a whole big, you know, a whole bunch of people that you could get to know their different perspectives. And there's a, you know, growth happens through change. It happens through growing together. So that's the thing that I've seen in our mastermind group, especially is just people are willing to be open. Mm -hmm. They're willing to be open. They're willing to connect. They're willing to grow together and, you know, contribute to each other's lives and decisions. And again, at the end of the day, we all make our own decisions, but we're able to not do it alone. Mm-hmm. you know, and that feels really, really good. And I think what Mina's saying is, you know, for a long time, we ran these smaller group masterminds yeah. and this is a bigger group mastermind. It's collaborative. It is amongst different levels of businesses. So, you know, if you're making $250,000, 500, 700,000 million, 2 million upwards of that, we have different smaller groups within this larger mastermind. Um, that's a cohort that, that, that group gets to work more closely together because they might be experiencing similar levels of growth, similar um, mm-hmm. growing pain. They're in the same Voxer group too. So the mm-hmm. daily access is really right there together if they wanted it, but, but they then do have access to the big group yeah, too. Yeah, but then there's the bigger group and there's different threads. Mm-hmm. We have a marketing thread. We have a brick and mortar thread. You know, there's there's a maker's thread. So there's different um, Voxer messages. So there's collaboration. And then in our weekly calls that we have, it mixes up. We mix them up into groups where they get to hot seat together. There's coaching for Mina and I, but there's all this, this amazing feedback. Like we just, a a new person just joined and she's at 
almost $3 million in revenue, right? Mm -hmm, And she's mm -hmm. come in and she's been so incredible in terms of her vulnerability in the group where she's like immediately kind of like opened up. Now, not everyone's like this, but I will just say she has. And it's really incredible because the people who are in the multi-six figure can see what a $3 million business is doing and dealing with. And they can see like the pathway there, but also that some problems kind of stay the same at whatever level you're at. And then at the same time, there's so many really cool people in our mastermind that they have different perspectives. So they even have different backgrounds, whether or not they've hit that revenue level or not, they have these incredible life experiences. So they're, even if they have a $500,000 business, they can offer advice to the $3 million business and vice versa. The $3 million business can offer advice to the half million dollar business. So that's that collaborative go-giving spirit of our group that... Mm -hmm really just levels up everyone's businesses quickly. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a lot of the times it's like picking and choosing what room you want to be in. They used to, that was like the old saying, right? It was like, insert yourself in the right rooms, like get in the right rooms. And it felt like you were in a boardroom or something was considered the right, quote unquote, right room. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, when you come to a room, you're fully responsible for how you approach it how you contribute to it. So while you are inserting yourself in the quote unquote right rooms, like the way that I think of it is that that's where you know you belong, right? So if you insert yourself into this mastermind group, you know you belong, but you still have to take responsibility for the type of energy you bring. So you have to, you know, Jacqueline was talking about the $3 million business owner. She had this willingness to share, this willingness to be vulnerable, this willingness to contribute, right? And so I think that it has to, you know, whatever level you're at, you have to approach it in a way that, you know, I'm investing in myself, but that I have to actually open up after a bit too, you know? Yeah. It's just, we're so lucky that our community and all of you listening are are who you are. And I think we're also so lucky in terms of the, the business owners we've attracted to this mastermind. And I think in the spirit of you and I, and there's room at the top for everyone and that collaboration mm-hmm. over competition, you know, if you're listening and you don't align with that, that's totally okay. Yeah. We're not your people. Right. Yeah. But if you align with that and you're like this, yes, like, I don't want to feel in competition with every other jewelry maker, candle maker, pottery mm-hmm. maker, whatever. But I, and I know that there's room. And enough. there's NDAs, by the way, too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. We so have everyone's protected. Protect each of you. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. So that you can feel safe to share. Right. Yeah, for sure. And you can, t- you can talk numbers, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But the idea here for all of you is that if you're attracted to that, then, you know, Like, let's say you sell on Amazon, but you like the way that we speak versus like the Amazon Mm -hmm. world that Mina was in. There were communities. Yeah, I felt very closed, right? So that was why we built this in the way that we did because Jacqueline and I, we we both knew what we didn't like. Yeah. Right. So it's like I did not like being thrown under the bus by other women I worked with. Yeah, exactly. Right. I did not like not being able to open up. Right. I know that sounds scary, even as an introvert, but I, you know, I just said there, you have to be willing to open up. You have to be willing to approach, you know, your growth in a mastermind setting. But if you're in a, in, in the ones that I've been a part of in Amazon, you don't even open up to talk about what product you have. So how can you possibly open up to talk about like what the things that really bother you? I mean, it was straight up tactics and strategy, mm-hmm. but it wasn't opening up to the whole idea of the su- what the super successful people do in my mind. And the integration between it being okay, the life and lifestyle you chose. So, yeah. you know, it's even the alignment with what works for one person doesn't work for another person. And that's okay. Yeah. Versus, you know, there's groups we've seen that are, you know, they're in their forties, they're making gazillions of dollars or flying on their private jets and doing all the things mm-hmm. and they don't have children. And so while Mina and I might like, you know, I don't know, one day want to fly on a private jet and make a gazillion dollars, we may not align. Mm-hmm. Oh, with for a, sure. I mean, <laughs> gazillion and private, it's all <laughs> real, very realistic. Um, <laughs> but we may not align with that kind of group if they're all single or, you know, um, mm-hmm. without children, because how do you, for us, how do we align when they're like, yeah, I can get up every morning at 5 a.m. and run five miles and then, you know, do my juice cleanse and go in the sauna and they don't have school pick up or drop off, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so I think it's that idea too, like when you, when you're finding coaches, experts, 
um, facilitators to masterminds, podcasts that you're listening to. You know, you want to make sure the people align, the people you're surrounding yourself with align with the values you're looking for that are on the same path and, and that are willing to give as much as, you know, receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that whenever you invest in yourself, it should be something that brings out the best in you. That's what I think the the first and second part of this is, right? So the first part was surround yourself with people that are high level, that you want to get to, that inspire you, that bring out the best in you, but quite honestly, that you bring out the best in them, mm-hmm. right? And it's not to say that everything's hunky-dory or easy, but there's going to be pieces that you need to resonate with you know, and you have to be open to different perspectives. And, but you probably do need a bit of the same values because then it feels like I really do belong here. You know, I'm willing to share and you feel safe in that. And the second part of bringing out the best in you is bringing out the best in you in different situations. You have to know that not everybody's going to bring out the best in you for your whole entire world and life 360, right? There's things that I talk to my husband about that, you know, he brings out the best in me. There's other things that I talk to my husband about. He brings out rage monster, you know? (laughs) So... Like just use that as an example of, you know, you can choose what your world looks like. And it does, you know, and that doesn't make our relationship or my husband any less or me any less. It's that consciously choosing who you who you pick to be a part of, you know, your life or your business life or whatever, it makes your relationship better because at least you know that, okay. I know that this is my person for this, or I know not even your entire person. This is the conversations or the decisions I can make with this person. So you better believe it's the, if, if it's about the children, I would go to my husband, right? Yeah. But if it, you know. And I think, and I think that's another point is like when we said like then minimize your time or minimize your time talking about certain things with people who aren't aligned with what you're, what, so again, yeah. like I'm not going to talk to, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm probably not going to talk to and I'm trying to think of a person like about kids or something like that. But yeah, unless you would get kids. like, if there's like triggers or something in your yeah. life that you're like, you know, I don't like talking about this person because I'm super sensitive around them because they always talk about my business. Like, like I'm I have not a making, friend. Yeah. Like yeah, I have a friend yeah. in her forties. Like I'm not probably not mm-hmm. going to go to her for like relationship advice that she's single. So in relationship mm-hmm. advice or kid advice, because she's still single in her forties, not still, she chose to be, but she's not aligned with that. Right. And I think mm-hmm. it's the same with business. Um, there's certain people, but then my neighbor across the street, she might come over and want to talk to me about how I planted my garden instead of like, you know, jumping off alive with all of you and being like, wow, you know, we just had this huge breakthrough. And so I think I want to ask all of you as we're approaching 2022, whether or not you're at this revenue level or not, is what will you do in the next 12 months, right? If you, what are you going to do? Because we've seen businesses just like catapult within 12 months. Three years is the time range that we've seen people hit million dollars, multi-million. They've really been able to scale from there. But like, what are you going to do to get there? Are you Mm -hmm. looking for support as you navigate to that next level of business, right? If you are and you're making over a quarter of a million dollars or beyond, then you know, you're in the right place if you decide that you're going to look into the Product Boss Mastermind because it's high-level strategy, it's collaboration, it's where you can connect with other product-based business owners that get it and they're on the way. And they understand that you want to blend your life and business. They understand because the people we bring into this group get it. It's not, we're working all the time and Mm -hmm. we don't have kids or pets or responsibilities or, or anyone that we take care of. It's the idea of like, how do we make this business and our lives work well together? Cause we chose to be entrepreneurs for a reason. Mm -hmm. But, but in a way that you have the freedom, you have the creativity that you're, you don't ever become resentful of your business. It really you know, is a thing that you love still forever and always, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be there a hundred percent of the time. How can your business be the vehicle to your dream life? Mm -hmm. And that is really what, how we blend it, right? It's just a path that you're getting there to your dream life. So we are committed to curating a very intentional group of product bosses for the product boss mastermind for 2022. Right now we are going to have two 
different workshops where we are going to tell you the proven path to a million dollars. If you click on the link in the show notes, you can get registered. You can see the times and dates of those. And you can join us where we're going to tell you the proven path of product-based business owners. We're inviting all of you that are making over $250,000 to multi-seven figure and beyond to come join. And you can ask us questions about the mastermind. And We are also inviting if you're like, yes, I want this. I need this. I want to be surrounded by successful people. I'm ready to take the leap because 2022 is going to be different. It's going to be more aligned with what I want. I'm going to be surrounded by people who get it. Um, Then we invite you to submit an application. But we do ask that you only submit an application if you're ready to be considered for one of our highly coveted spots. Because when you do, you're going to be added to our wait list, which is on a first come first serve basis. And when spots open or as we're forming these groups, we're going to review your application. And if you're in a good, if you're a good fit, you would be invited to a call to discuss it further, right? So if you're ready to apply, if you know this is something you want to do in 2022, we invite you to apply at the productbossmastermind.com. And I do want to say that if you decline your spot, if a spot is available and you decline your spot, we will not be able to guarantee another chance for you to join in the future. So it really is highly curated. And we really put an effort to bring people together that will be this experience that we want for all of you. Um, But the spots are limited and it's application only. Yeah. So we hope to see you in there. We're excited for all of you. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And we hope that you surround yourself with many amazing people uh, this holiday season. Yeah. See you next week. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.